Like Chevalier Mortgage. You can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 or visit dnvrmortgage.com where you can get signed up for a free consultation and to discuss all of your options as well as get free DNVR merch. Check it out today. I'm sure you've heard about the great mortgage rates out there right now, but Mike and Virginia are not your typical mortgage company. Yes, they do have the phenomenal rates, but what makes them different is that Mike is a certified financial planner and looks at so much more than just rate when designing your home loan. Plus, they're a small family-owned company just like us here at DNVR, so you'll always feel like a person and not a number. Again, head on over to dnvrmortgage.com and check them out today. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. I'm your host, Ruto, joined by AJ Hayfley and Blaze Hunter. Gentlemen, I have one question for you guys. Who is more lost? Devin Dubnik in this picture that we're about to show you. Or the show me your butthole guys from All Gas No Breaks. Because I feel like neither of those people have any idea where they are. Is Dubnik smiling? It kind of looks like it. It, sort of, it just sort of looks like he's like, LOL, look how far away from the puck I am. <laughs> That is dead center of the net. Look at that. That's ridiculous. I loved I loved one of the Vegas writers being like, Pacioretty did a great job to, to bury that chance. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to tweet him and be like, bro, the net was empty. What, he's covering maybe five percent of the net right there. Maybe <laughs> what are you talking of? A shooter tutor is embarrassed by this. <laughs> The shooter tutor is harder to score on than Dubnik right now. He could have come <laughs> off the bench and made a beeline for the net and probably still covered as much of the net as he was right there. What mm. was that? <laughs> and it the, gets worse. It gets worse, too, as you rewind this. Yeah, the this funniest scene right part here. is this was the goal that was the least bit Dubnik's fault. <laughs> so, not not great. Definitely not great goaltending from the Avs in this hockey game. Uh, from the Avs, this is not a team effort. <laughs> this was not. This was not a. This, this, this was not a team effort at all. This was not a group that went in and played poorly and absolutely deserved to, to walk out of there with a five-two L. No, 
I'm not putting up with that tonight. No. That's this was this was one dude. One dude, and he was he was just on the screen. That guy wearing the Avs jersey. That guy replaced that A with an L, and it was an accurate representation of tonight. That guy was awful. That was a straight up you get what you pay for kind of performance. Yep. At yeah, that point, I, mean, I don't even think you can make an argument that he's worth a fifth round pick with that kind of play. That was <laughs> atrocious goaltending. There wasn't a single one of those goals. The first three should never happen. End of story. I'm not hearing arguments on it. The fourth goal, it's a two on one. Okay. Like, you don't ever want to like bag on a goaltender for a two on one. But what the hell, bro? <laughs> You're not even in the net. You literally have a little thing on the ice that tells you where you should spend the vast majority of the game. And you're nowhere even close to that. You're not even competitive. I'm sure. It's so bad. Why don't I go in the goal? Because I would be atrocious. <laughs> I'm not being paid two and a half billion dollars to do that. That's why I don't look that I was look. if I if I had spent my entire life, my whole life dedicated to doing that, to stopping pucks, and I played like that. I would be super yeah. embarrassed. Now that's part of the problem. If AJ was in net for a two-on-one, that's this is what it would look like, <laughs> legitimately. Like that is that is how the goal would go in. Is the entire net would be open. This, I think it's I think basically well, one of those situations where you're like, the average person on the street couldn't do significantly worse than yeah, that. Right? <laughs> what are you covering? <laughs> what are you reading? Why were you so locked in on the shot? Like, granted, to be fair here, Devon Tapes does not do anything to help him. Definitely not. He, he gets back, and he lays down on the ice, and he slides in a straight line, and Mark Stone ignores him completely. <laughs> you can see his stick right there. No, that's Kadri. That's Kadri. Oh, that yeah. is it. Yeah, you're right. He completely ignores Devon Tapes. In a in a world of how how to defend a two on one, this was not it. This is not it. With fam, by the way, this two on one never happens if Nazem Kadri doesn't take eight years to shoot a puck into Mark Stone's leg. Well, then fires it right into the guy. Yeah, that is a foot and a half from him with no help, and it's like. What are you doing? <laughs> so you have a dumb by Kadri, and then he can't get back. And then you have you have a, a an attempt, I guess, was made to defend the two on one by Taves. That is atrocious. And then you have Dubnik completely locked in and dedicated to the shooter, which just invites the shooter to be like, "Well, I guess I'm going to pass this puck." Which he does with ease because Devon Tapes made no play. <laughs> so great. I, I still think Dumnick's getting paid by Minnesota. 
This is a this is an inside hit job. He literally is. Right now. <laughs> yeah, they retained. They retained money to send him to San Jose. Yeah. He's literally being paid yeah. by Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> it just this is the this is one of those games where it just looks like it. <laughs> Minnesota's laughing all the way to the bank. They're 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 trying to they're trying to cash another check right now. <laughs> can we can we can we just keep? Yeah, come on. Can we write him another one? Can we ensure that he continues to do this for them? <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, anyway, that guy was terrible. If that guy doesn't get an F from Evan's grades tonight, I will also say something publicly. <laughs> he was horrible. Bomb, Evan Look, the first goal, the first goal, like, you could you could argue that it's a breakaway, but that guy is on his backhand. A and he weak has, backhand. He has <laughs> no other moves to make from tough a tough angle, and Dubnik just, just squeaks right through it. It's like. not even like it's not even like a special back. It's not no. even like the ranting and backhand against Minnesota that beat Kakinen over his shoulder, where you're just like, you can't blame a goalie for that shit. That's elite stuff. <laughs> Carlson didn't do that. That's it's a soft backhand. It's a. Man. Super soft goal. And then the second goal does not hit Devon Taves' stick. Nope. Pierre Maguire was super convinced that it did. Did not touch that stick. They had a camera angle that very clearly shows a clean path all the way through. Puck didn't move at all. You know why it didn't move at all? Because the man being paid millions of dollars to get in front of it didn't bother to do that. (laughs) What are you doing? And then the third goal, like, okay, it's a nice play. It's cute by Stone. It gets banked off off the back. But, like, what? Well, there are, first of all, Dubnik should have smothered the first shot. And then the second shot, he stops by wildly moving himself out of position. And instead of just backing himself into his own net and there being no angle for any possible goal to being scored, he's like, Here's my back, Mark Stone. Please <laughs> use it as a bank to shoot your shot into the net. Wasn't he scored on like this just a few games ago too when he was in? Didn't he get one from behind the goal line? Yeah, and against Minnesota or against yeah. St. Louis. It was way flukier than this. Yeah. yeah. That was like guys were slapping in a pocket. It took a funny bounce and it like popped up on his shoulder. He was actually almost defending against that puck <laughs> in, in St. Louis. This was just like Bro, God, why do you suck so much, man? It was just, it was disappointing. Like, it really, yeah. You haven't seen like, like Dubnik had those first couple games where it was like, fine, this is great. Like, I will take this out of Devin Dubnik all the time. Gives up two or three goals and stops. I don't care how good or bad they are, but that's it. But tonight it was like, oh, the abs get the abs get pushing a little bit. The abs are starting to take over a little bit, and then nope. Like Gerard, Gerard with a goes off his skate, and he the man is totally lost. Yeah, the, There's I nobody around him. I, I want to. There's talk nothing about going on more in a little bit, but and like ends up. I don't know. It, it just. That's a tough break. I, like, yeah, somebody needs to be yelling at him that it's in his feet. Legitimately. No lie. Go check our Blizzard uh, whisper logs between AJ and I. We had a conversation at one in the morning last night where it's like, boy, as long as the Avs don't give up an early goal, 
this game was probably going to be good. <laughs> yeah, felt good about it. Felt great about it all day. And 10 seconds they, in. To be honest with you, they played. Yeah, their the skaters were good. They played the way I thought they would. They played a good yeah. game. They were fine. There were some mistakes. It wasn't wasn't perfect. But, like, there's a there's a great team on the other side of the ice. You're not going to play a perfect game against those cats. Yeah. They played they played a solid game overall. Like I if yeah. I could if I could just replace goaltenders and run that shit all the way back, it'd be a great game, yeah. It would be a way more competitive game. Yeah. It was just like it was like, dude. <laughs> like a bad bounce and then a goaltender that's clearly just not ready to go. What are you doing? Yep. And like and then they were fine. Like Look, we forget, but they they had two um, power plays immediately after that that they killed. Yeah, I, they were thirteen seconds of a five on three that could have totally like buried them, and they didn't. They killed. They killed that stuff. I mean, they they completely battled back and made what was an awful start to the hockey game a relatively even first period, and they get a goal out of Devontae's to boot. And you escape a horrible start for the Avs. And then they come out in the second period and they were the significantly better team for the first six, seven minutes of that period. They were dominating Vegas. They just couldn't find a goal. And then they take a penalty and everything just falls apart from there as, as Dubnik can't get them a save when they needed one. Yeah, I mean, if you look at this, Vegas had very few big pushes in this game. Yeah. It, it was their first period was their most aggressive period offensively. Yeah. The the rest of their goals were just taking advantage of few and far between opportunities and the Avs not stopping them. Yeah, they didn't do much in the second except for they scored a goal. Scored two goals. Was it two in this? Two yeah. in the second. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, it was on one six, it was on their, six shots. It was their it was their first shot of the period, nine and a half minutes into the second period. I think that's I'm right. like, look, they you can't you can't make an argument that Vegas was awesome in this game. Yeah. They didn't get a shot on goal for nine and a half minutes, and the shot that they got was some weak wrister from the point that Devin Dubnik shouldn't <laughs> let in practice. Like uh, I don't know, dude. I'm <laughs> I think I think all of the good. I'm of the opinion, like one guy doesn't lose you a game, but I'm of the opinion that Devin Dubnik more or less lost them this it, game. It's the same yeah. thing as in any sport. Look, yes, it's a team effort, but there's a reason why goaltenders are the guys who get the win losses on their record. There's a reason why pitchers in baseball are the guys who get the win losses on their record. Quarterbacks don't get the win losses on their record, but. Same kind of thing. Their role in a game, if there's if that player is bad, it's way harder for that team to win a game. It's just reality. Yeah. Um it's also harder to come back when you don't have the NHL's second leading goal scorer. Yeah, that hurts. You know, yeah. no Miko, uh, no no Jonas Donskoy, no Philip Grubauer. No Brandon Sod. You're missing. You're missing a third of your your regulars in your top nine, and you're missing your starting goaltender. Like you're, you're okay. Like 
like keeping in context, keep in context that this is a three-two game going into the third period. Despite all of that, you're okay. Yep. Like you're in. You're you're okay. But Liam, I think the Liam O'Brien thing is done, guys. Uh, he took that. <laughs> he played three minutes tonight. Yeah. So I think we'll be seeing him again. I think no, I think the Liam O'Brien done. and the Martin Cow things are both done. I think yep. that's. I think those are both finished for this year. Boring more injuries, of course. Boring more injuries. <clears throat> but they've still got they've got nine games left that we honestly that we just have to sit through. This isn't. That's it's not even like well, we've got nine nine more games. Again. We just have nine more of these things we have to sit through. Eight of these are going to be against San Jose and Los Angeles. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we can take our first period break on that note as we are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can get yourself some hard seltzers at your local liquor store. Find that 15 can sampler pack. If you do see it, get it because they move very, very quickly. It can be hard to find. You can also come down to the DNVR bar and try eight different kinds of their beer on tap. Also brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee, the CBD-infused coffee that has really changed lives. Be sure to check them out and use their new code DNVR25 to get 25% off your first order. The best deal they've done in a long, long time. So jump on that as well. Another thing you can try at the DNVR bar, Cold Brew Strava down there. Join us at the DNVR bar is what I'm saying. Also sign up for the annual membership with DNVR to get big 22-ounce beers at the DNVR bar. Of course, it comes with our amazing content. You get a free shirt and a mask as well. It's just awesome all the way around. Why not do it now? Or rather, yeah, now's a good time, right? Because the playoffs will probably start within the next month. And that's when things get fun again for the Avs. So sign up. See what we have to offer you. I promise we make a bunch of cool stuff. AJ's pieces. Evan's grade, so you can double check and make sure AJ's calling him out correctly or not based on the uh, the grades that he writes. A uh, bunch of other stuff as well. Of course, if you're a, a Colorado sports fan, it's a must. Second period. Big day, Colorado sports tomorrow. Big yeah, day. Yeah. Ooh. And it's draft day, and now we're not talking quarterbacks anymore because the <laughs> Broncos took that bridge thing really seriously and went out and literally got a guy with bridge in his name. <laughs> So, who do you that? How do you trust Chip Bridgewater over Locke? That's just two of the same dude, kind of. Anyway, we're not the football podcast, but you should check out. Oh, that I've, draft got, I've got all kinds of. I've got a day's worth of thoughts about all of it. <laughs> <laughs> check it out, five forty-five p.m. If you enjoyed our hockey draft show, look, all of our draft shows are big productions. So go check it out. It's going to be dope. You know how it is. Uh, second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. I did want to talk about a couple players beyond the goaltender, because while I do think the Evs played well on a whole, we can talk about Nazem Kadri for the 800th time. Take our entire Nazem Kadri conversation from two days ago. Copy and copy and <laughs> yes, that's what I will say if Tyson Jost buries that we're feeling a lot better about Nazem Kadri as a whole. The two things, two plays. If he doesn't, the two-on-one, and if yep. Jost buries that, then he has an assist that I, where he makes a really nice play. He made yep. a, he made a nice play, and he drew two penalties. Like, yep. 
There I, were a way more positives to pull from Nazem Kadri than there have been in the I, last like two. Weeks. I agree. He also had that pass to Graves sneaking on the back door. It wasn't yep. a great pass, but he saw right. the play and made it. And then I didn't hate the shot that he took on Flurry in the first period. Um, oh, I didn't. I didn't have any problem with that. Like Flurry I didn't know him, was there. Yeah, but uh, I didn't have. I had no issues with him shooting that. It, a guy that has scored as many goals uh, as he as he has in his career, you expect that guy to shoot. No argument there. Um, keep shooting to get out of the slump, right? Just keep shooting. <laughs> It'll happen eventually. It has to. Uh, uh, AJ might. I'm, I'm not a football person. I, I am the originator of that draft podcast. Yeah. They started that back in that was That was my baby from the start. But uh, I got too busy with the hockey stuff, and so we decided to give it to the college guys instead. And then Dre, of course, who is still phenomenal, uh, but they always have, they, they know that uh, anytime they ever want me on, I'll hop on and talk football with them. There you go. So, uh, so the other guy I did want to talk about tonight was Sam Gerard. Obviously had the bad turnover for the first goal of the game, had the penalty that led to Vegas's goal in the second period. this was not his night. And the conversation is interesting because as I was tweeting about it, I got a lot of people saying, you know, Sam Gerrard has been bad for a while now. I don't agree. He hasn't been like elite. He's not in the Norris conversation anymore, certainly, but he'd been fine just somewhere in the middle. And tonight it was bad. I think it's fair to say his level has dropped. Yeah. That's a good Um, one. But it's not like it, it hasn't been like an active detriment, but they do need better from those guys. Like they survived with Dan Renuff and Jacob McDonald and all those guys because they were getting the best out of everyone on that decoy. Like, yeah. like though, like Taves and Gerard together, especially, were just shredding. Yep. You can't blame him for that first goal, though, right? Like it looks. I like mean, it's a puck. It's, it. a, it's yeah. a bad bounce. It just goes yeah. off his skate. He doesn't know where it is. That's all yeah. it is. I'm not like. I'm not coming down on him for that. I have a way bigger problem with the the that penalty that he got called for because he let that guy he let yeah, the forecheck yeah, get on top yeah, of him. Yeah. That's the stuff like that is Sam Gerard's game. You pay five million dollars a year because Sam Gerard is a guy that doesn't get you in that kind of trouble. Yeah. Like that's that's what that's what he does. So for that to that's that is for me is a much bigger problem than oh a a puck glances off his skate. He doesn't know where it is. And a guy just swoops in. And again, if Devin Dubnik can make a routine save on a pretty, pretty ho-hum backhander, we aren't even talking about it. We probably don't even remember that play. If anything, we're just like, remember that? Like it's a total throwaway. I saw chat talking about this. I saw Twitter talking about this as well. And this, this take is nonsense. The Avs aren't injury prone. Philip Grubauer isn't injury prone. All right. You have to understand the context of this year and COVID protocols. There are injuries and then there is the COVID. COVID. (laughs) What? It's it's injury prone to get COVID. Yeah, right. Like all of the key players that we mentioned, except for Brandon Saad, that are out of the Avs lineup, are out of the Avs lineup because of COVID protocols. I, that's not an injury issue. I don't, I don't know yeah. what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Byram, Byram was the protocol, but now it's it's obvious that 
had a setback was, or whatever. Yeah, it was yeah, it was yeah. the concussion from the Colasar hit. But who you have, went high on Connor Timmons tonight? And I yep. swear I was going to go through the screen if he concussed <laughs> Connor Timmons. So, yeah, and, COVID. I mean, if you take out if you take out all the COVID related absences this year, their injury issues really haven't cool. been. They haven't been problematic since the start of the since like a month into the season where they had a bad injury rash. And then they got they got better. They got healthy yeah. after that, and they were fine. And their injuries were their only major injury that had like core lineup effect was EJ. Yeah, of, of well, actual in Francos. In Francos, that's true. That I right. barely even count him because let's was, yeah. let's be real here. Their worst luck of the Honestly, year was probably, that they got yes, their zero most minutes out of the guy history. that they spent two million dollars to be their backup goaltender. This wasn't like. He got into a couple of games and then got hurt, and then they had to go shop yep. for another goaltender. They got nothing. They, they one place that they tried to cut a corner was with their third goaltender, which of course predictably failed. But they also got the worst luck imaginable in that their backup gave them zero minutes. He opened the bench door for two whole games and then was done. Yep. They got nothing out of their backup goaltender this season. And that sucks, but again, that's pretty much it. You had the Timmons injury, but again, that's a fringe defenseman on your on your lineup. It the core of them, the only injury they had was that was gonna really be scary was the McKinnon one, and then they went on the COVID pause anyway. Yeah. Has any other club gone on two separate COVID pauses? Or as no. NBC says, vacations. <laughs> That's what it's it sound like is, today. This is the thing about the COVID pauses that we have not actually talked about at all on this podcast. When they have like a bye week or an all-star break or something like that, they're still skating. Yeah. Yep. They're still actively like doing stuff. During and the, the COVID pause, yeah. During the COVID pause, you have to work out on your own. You're told to stay away from the facility. You stay away from the facility. You're not skating. You're not working out in like a professional gym. You're working out and doing whatever you have, right? Like you're making the most of it. But I mean, Makar was injured once though. Yeah. Like Makar had one injury. And he was he was he was really it was just the once. It was the one time that he was injured that was bothering him and that was during the best stretch of the season for the Avs. So yeah. Yeah. And like I if you have if, if you want to if you want to question whether Makar is going to be durable enough overall. <laughs> that's like, fair. I sure. think that's a fair conversation. Look, yeah. two years into his career, he's missed significant games. Yeah. The let's be real, him missing time this year is probably going to cost him a realistic run at the Norris. Yep. It's just how it is. Um, he'll okay. add some, he'll add some meat to his body and be fine. I mean, he plays a physical game, right? Like he's yeah. in there hitting well, guys and stuff, and he's got to put some weight on because yeah. if he stays his size in a few years, he's gonna get a well, lot look, of injuries. He's he's got such broad shoulders that you look at his frame and you're like, when this guy is 24 years old, he'll be completely fine. Yep. Like he will when he like some of this is like you cannot. Tr- you can't like out train physical maturity. Yep. You know, like you just can't. There's nothing you can do about being 20 years old, 21 years old, and just not quite being in your physical prime yet. Well, one of the things about a lot of these guys coming into the league this young 
you know, Byram, McCarr, even Jerome. These guys aren't in their physical primes yet. It's one reason why we're all excited about the future. But he's not quite there yet. I mean, I don't even know why we're having this conversation right now. <laughs> like, this is not, this isn't, it's really just not relevant to anything yeah. that's happened with the abs recently. Yeah. Agreed. The, they're, they're, they're missing key guys because of contact tracing on COVID or because they got COVID. Yeah. Correct. So I like Ryan's comment. Ryan's comment there. Get that man some mayo chicken. <laughs> he, he needs uh, he needs mama's cooking, I guess. That's right. Uh, yeah. Which is funny speaking of the NFL draft because mama's cooking is considered a bad thing in that world. <laughs> <laughs> those guys, those guys go home, they gain 15 pounds, they come back to the facility, and coaches are like, what the shit is that? <laughs> They're like, yo, dog, my, my mom making them eats. <laughs> what am I going to do? Tell my mom now? What, you crazy? <laughs> Thank you, Justin, and everyone else tonight for the Super Chats, by the way. Very, very appreciated. I saw it talked about earlier in the show a little bit. Uh, Gabe Landeskog leading the Avs in hits. So if you want your man rocket to hit like the man rocket, Head on over to manscaped.com and get that thing looking good. <laughs> he didn't, though. What? He didn't. He didn't score or hit? He didn't have. He didn't lead in hits. Well, according to NBC, he did. So He was tied for first. No. He's, for the year. For the Avs. For the Avs. Oh, for the for the year. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we're yeah. cool. Go on. Go on <laughs> and read about balls. Uh, <laughs> I, I surely hope you're not keeping score in the bedroom game by game. That's got to be like your 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 window has to be longer than that. There is no score. It's either check or no check. Right. And Manscaped helps you get the check. That's all I'm saying. So get their perfect package 3.0 today. Get their lawnmower trimmer. Get all their other goodies, whether it be deodorant, toner, breath mints. They have cool stuff. I swear they have cool stuff that isn't just a meme about shaving your balls, too. Like, they actually have other products that can take care of, like, your beard or, or other hair around your body. It's it's very good stuff. Please use it. Use the DNVR code when you sign up to get 20% off. And I believe it's free shipping if you get their perfect package as well. So jump on it. Please support our partners. Also brought to you by the wonderful people at DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. They have amazing odds boosts every single day, which you can use on pretty much every major sport out there. But their best bet that they have going right now, with the draft still coming up, you can still get in on this. Bet $1 that a quarterback is going to be taken first overall and win $100. So... I don't, I don't know why they make me do this read and like specifically say it should just be DraftKings gives you $100. So do that. Go sign up with the DNVR code over there and get yourself $100 because that's essentially what it is. And you use $100 to bet on hockey, to bet on baseball, to bet on whatever you want. Download their top rated app now. Again, please remember to use that DNVR code to let them know we sent you. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only winnings paid out in free bets. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. And of course, last but certainly not least, we're brought to you by Solace Meds, which are still giving away a trip to Jamaica. For the next couple of days, you can still get in, win yourself a trip to a nice, warm place. Why not do it? Sounds like a ton of fun to me. 
even though I won't be going anywhere because, you know, I'll be here making avalanche videos as we oh, do. Yeah. We have Rogue versus Dream conversation in the, ch in the chat right now. Rogue versus Dream? Ooh, these baby. Are, these are our people. I'm saying. <laughs> P.S. You could bet on that at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, while you're enjoying your uh, your Solace Meds, check them out today at mm -hmm. Solace meds.com is that correct that's definitely not correct <laughs> oh it is correct oh i'm so good at my job so slash sweepstakes to get yourself entered to win the trip to jamaica and when you do head on out there for locations in colorado use code dnvr20 to save 20 percent off your entire purchase great deals trip to jamaica can't go wrong do it get on it third period of the dnvr avalanche podcast i haven't watched that series either yet meeks was telling me about it and was like you got to watch it but i haven't watched it yet i haven't either did you tweet me a romper sage or are we talking about this uh banana onesie <laughs> what <laughs> he he's earlier up there he was like he was asking me if he i saw the romper that he tweeted me i don't know i i haven't seen it can't tell you that I have. Is it a? Is it just like jorts, but also overalls? Because someone was talking to me about that today. Oh uh, yeah, the man. Oh, okay. We did yeah. see that. Yeah. yeah, we did see that one. <laughs> those are those are fire, by the way. Those are nice. I looked. I legitimately looked into buying some banana pants, but I was oh, like, these God. are these options are all terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm even even for this, even even for this silly gag. You know, these are bad. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, I don't think the division is lost. There it is. Yeah, that is great right there. Oh, yeah, those, those are, are hot. Those are those are hot. <laughs> yeah, I I don't think the division is lost either for three reasons. One, the Avs still have a game against Vegas, which is a huge four point swing there. Two, the Avs have a game in hand against Vegas. Three, so they win that game. They've made up four of the six yeah. points points back on that if they win those two three vegas is on a 10 game win streak they're not going to win out the rest of the season guess what happens to teams when they lose after a big winning streak exactly what's happening to the abs right? they, they lose some <laughs> more what <laughs> there's always that little period where there's just a little bit of a dip Yep. yep. Sometimes it's three games. Sometimes it's five games. Sometimes it's Buffalo. So it's the rest of the year. <laughs> but it always that little dip always happens. It's it's one of those things that's just good and predictable in sports. Yep. When you get really really hot, the universe is like. Look at even the Golden State the Warriors. All right. They get some back too. You go. What? What was the Warriors' record that year? Was it like seventy-one and eleven or something? I don't actually. I think they won seventy-three games. Seventy-three and nine. Yeah, and then they lost the championship. So I don't watch the ASL. I didn't play Brood War. So yeah, I I never played StarCraft one either. I, like I know. Watch, like, I I will try and watch it if like a big name is playing that I recognize. But otherwise, when I watch it, I'm kind of just lost. I I knew my way around. Like Flash and Jadong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember um, when they swapped over to to two and how big a deal that and was. It was like, oh yeah. my god! Jadong rolls up on the MLG stage and does a backflip, and you're like, all right, yeah, this is this is this is different. 
Oh, I should have saved it. I or so when uh, when when Nada, do you remember? There was one series where Nada like went got, off. He got he got cheesed in the game one, Ooh. and then he he stood up and he like took off the jacket. <laughs> yeah, he, he and, got like, into on the ground <laughs> and just smoked that dude in games two and three. And it was just like, girl, bye. <laughs> the old school bourgeois man, they were something. We're, we're gonna have a manscaped read about J Dong someday, but not today. Uh, anyway, to bring it back into the realm of things that old man Blaze might know about. <laughs> you guys were just speaking French there for a little bit, so I was just kind of <laughs> looking at stuff on the internet. <laughs> even, it's like, even your kids won't be into StarCraft 2. It's so sad. Like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, getting back into the hockey here, I'll, is there something you can give me here, Blaze, that the abs can really look to improve on other than uh, get a better goaltending and get healthy. <laughs> that's that, no, I mean that's really it right now for the abs. <laughs> like, just look at all the stats from this game. Like, if you look at it, you're like, oh, abs win this game, but that's There's, not the case. It's certainly not a five to two game if they get competent goaltending, right? No, yeah. no, not at all. I don't, I don't know what it is. I'm not saying they win it. Um, I personally feel like they probably would have won it. We got robbed of a good third period because 55 seconds in whole bunch of derpitude took place so we never yeah. even got to see like are they gonna make the real push because they got that second goal and it was just like <sighs> game this is, you can make a game out of this third period and then they just kind of shit the bed on the first shot for the third period in a row <laughs> actually i'm gonna i'm gonna bring this back the power play could probably use some help and i know aj everyone wants to say Every you know, every team could have a better power play, but like right now, it's it's stagnant. They can't even get into the zone and get set up most of the times. Um, and when they do, I mean, they they are making those passes, but it's all perimeter, and they're not just they're not seeing any type of like opening. So it's it's a little rugged out there right now. Oh, I I wanted to ask this question on the power play before AJ goes off on the stats that the power play. <laughs> I'm just gonna say we got some I know, here I know, but I know, but it just like the eye test, right? Like when you're watching it, it's... look like their power play didn't score. That's the difference in the game. A three in a three-two game, their power play scores and yours doesn't. What's that? Yeah. Done. Do you feel like that other teams though are now looking at the apps, watching what they do because there's two ways that they basically set up to get into the zone, right? And that's that drop back pass, and it's either going back to Mac, or they pass it over to maybe Gerard or Landy if he's out there on the power play to try to get set up in the zone. So their their entry changes because they're they go from having all kinds of moving parts to it. To it's just the drop pass to McKinnon, and then he skates up and he tries to do some. Other times they like they had one entry tonight, and it was a it was maybe the cleanest entry they had, where they they made three passes, and it was like everybody was like packed in between center ice and the blue line, <laughs> and then they dropped it, and I was like, how? Yeah, how is there still yeah. a guy back oh. there? <laughs> and then McKinnon and he grabs it, and he just oof, he gets in free. Free and it was like, all right, it it works. It continues to work. I think they continue to get in when they when they add these little wrinkles to it. I don't have any problems with the drop pass. I'm on record saying it for years now. The drop pass works. It's why all teams do it now. 
All 31 teams run a variation of it, and they have a unique weapon in Nathan yeah, McKinnon. I, I think that's yeah. the key here is Nathan McKinnon can almost always make the drop pass work. We saw Landy tried to be the man back on a drop pass once in this game, and he runs into the first defender and just whips <laughs> the puck up the ice. It's like, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's my real problem. My real problem with the power. I mean, how many weak plays along the wall are we going to watch Andre Burkowski make? This is what I wanted to get into because I will say I really like the setup they use on Berkey's side there. They really effectively move the puck low to high as they've started putting that puck down low to Landeskog. But you watch so many of those play die to Burkowski just throwing a puck right into a stick or sending it to nobody. It's, like, it's tough. Like they got the six on five advantage, right? They win the face-off. They have possession. All of this is good. Burakovsky's on the wall by himself. A guy gets near him. He is now able to sense another human in his bubble. And he panics, loses the puck, and it goes out of the zone. And you're just like, bro, you have got to be more competitive than this. And, like, that's that's also to say, like, Burakovsky is almost entirely responsible for their second goal. Because he forechecks, creates the turnover that goes to McKinnon, and then screens Flurry. He does a great job there, and it's none of the things that you think Andre Burakovsky are good at. And you're like, yeah, dope. <laughs> also, just to point this out, to say that a power play is predictable is maybe the worst criticism of all time. Every power play is predictable. Do you think Washington has reinvented the wheel with Alex Ovechkin? <laughs> like, no, they're all predictable. They all do the same stuff. Get the puck to our best players with a man advantage on the ice and try and work the puck around so that we have an open shooting lane. That's it. Even even on entry, though? That's it. The entries, there's all kinds of room for creativity. Yeah. And the abs, the, you know, the, the one thing I wish the abs would do a little more of they have that little wheel play that they run yeah, every yeah, so often yeah, yeah. and it leads to breakaways but it's like at least once per game they should they should try running that play yeah I'm, the one where the one where we're ranting in and landis Cub like circle yeah. around in the zone and then and they all get in with speed yeah and then kill mccarr just zips one through traffic <laughs> yeah. and it's like Oh crap! Now Landis Cox by himself. Like this is dope, right? Like I'm, I'm digging this. I just, anyway. Point, point is, the my my power play problem tonight was just that Andre Burakovsky is not. He's just miscast. Miko yeah, Rantanen, yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. He just he's just not that guy. Like JT JT Confer continues to do nothing on that unit. He adds yeah. and he's he's adding nothing to it. It's frustrating. Do you put Kadri um, in there to try to? break that yes. up. like yeah at this point I yes. thinking, yeah i you, as well. you almost don't want to because you're because you're looking at it and you're like i don't want to reward a guy who's struggling this much <laughs> like putting a guy on a top power play unit is a reward for for things right like that <laughs> you just don't want to do it you just don't <laughs> but you also know you have to get this guy going yeah, 
you have to get him you have to get him feeling good about himself you have to get him back to playing good hockey making good decisions and again to be honest with you i thought there were way more positives to pull from tonight than previous games where there was like it's just like a wasteland agreed you he draws he draws two penalties he takes a stupid one but he draws two He's got he's got the one great scoring chance where Flurry makes a great glove save. He's got the other that he creates for Jost where it goes off the post. And then I did not mean for that to rhyme. And then he makes he finds Graves on the back door. Like there were positives here for Kadri. There were negatives, and that's what everybody wants to obsess over. They were and they were game changing negatives. Absolutely, but in terms of trying to see a guy on the verge of a breakout. A guy that's at least putting up positives. A sign of the correct direction, at least. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and, and are you going to feel, like, amazing about it if they they come home and freaking Nazem Kadri goes off against Martin, yeah, <laughs> Martin Jones? He has a four-point night. Like, you're probably just like, you're like, okay, like, Feel way better about this. This is great. Like this is great. But yeah. Also, he is your best face-off guy, and maybe you should yeah. have that cat on your top power play unit. Yeah, definitely so. a good point. Uh, we've talked about New Hook quite a bit, and realistically, well, and, and what else do we talk about when we have to do a show tomorrow afternoon? Yeah, also that. So. <laughs> I asked one of the Eagles coaches to give me a hot take. <laughs> I think I told you guys this on oh, yeah. some of the new new players. And they're either like, Alex Newhook's the real deal. I was like, that's not a hot take. <laughs> it's been slow for him and even strength, but he gets a little. I haven't watched tonight's game, obviously, but he's starting to put it all together already. Yeah. And I'm like, like Six I've been games. I've been like <laughs> slamming on like the new hook, like on the NHL team hype. But at this point, it's like you give that guy one more week in the AHL, and if he's still doing that, if he's got fourteen points in twelve games, you just do it. Like, no, I'm, to be honest, dude, really, you don't even wait that long, man. Eight games, nine games, because yeah. because what better way to give the guy an NHL test drive than against San Jose and yeah, LA? That's true. Yeah, for sure. Like, let him go out and like see what happens. Because if that if if that dude if that dude shows out. You've already burned the contract. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. This is entirely about can he help your team win a Stanley Cup now? Because if he can, his ass should be in the lineup. And I would say if Brandon Saad, if that's more four weeks than two weeks, yeah, this is a serious conversation for me. If Brandon Saad is if he comes back and he's healthy and he's you know he's looking fine, this is also under the assumption that Nazem Kadri's like. His, his continue to implode. Yeah, he stops getting space jammed. <laughs> like <laughs> the monsters return Nazem Kadri to Colorado. Then, <laughs> like really, because you you look at you look at their lineup. Where do you where do you fit him in realistically? Uh-huh. So that's my biggest issue with that. With that is that a, a healthy like. With Rantanen and Sat, those guys are Sad. Those guys are in the top six, right? Donskoy Donskoy resumes his spot next to Nachushkin and Jost on the third line. Like you're not really touching that top nine. You're not Alex Newhook's not breaking that top nine for you. Yep. No. Now again, <laughs> if 
if if Nazem Kadri continues to be monstar, then maybe. <laughs> but I I just with New Hook, I don't know that like you're not you're not giving him a fourth line job. Yep. I, yeah. You're just not. Like I don't I just you're, don't think that that's realistic. You're you're not asking him to grind. You, if you're putting him in, you're putting him in there to get a billion offensive starts and go ham and on that side of the puck. Like, well, if you're putting him on your second power play unit and you're going, okay, well. Hey, kid, shoot. we know you shoot from that top of the left circle. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> Show us what you got. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So that's – the new hook thing is still, is still not – for me, it's still not yet, but it's it's – when he when he signed, I said, "Look, if if the guy goes a point per game in ten games or whatever, you have to consider it." Well, I, the reality with the new hook move, as as you've led to with the the sod conversation and possibly the cadre conversation, is if you're going to put him on the NHL roster, you have to understand what you're getting, and you know there's going to be some issues at five on five there. Yeah, you know there's going to be some things that he's not ready for at NHL speed. And you just have to live with that and give him the opportunities to play the parts of his game that are ready for the NHL. Yeah. And we'll probably talk about it more tomorrow, but. <laughs> I don't want any game sevens. No game winning goals in game sevens. I just don't want to. Every series in six. Yeah. I was thinking about it over the weekend, this last weekend. And I was just like, two years in a row with game seven losses is like, that's. That's the stuff that cuts a couple of years off your life. <laughs> if you started at 120, you, like game seven losses, like I'm I'm easily down to like 75 right now. I can't keep giving those away. Got two years ago too. That one was awful. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like awful. Two years ago was a little less painful because your expectations were not there. No, but it was like the, you were on that hype train, and like yeah. you, you look back at it, and it's like they could have won that. <laughs> yeah, but then you also know, like two years ago, doesn't bother me as much because you also know that like McKinnon's shoulder got hurt in Game Seven. Yeah. Um, you don't know what that looked like going forward, and the what? Blues freaking would have rolled them two years year. ago yeah. is what made last year so much worse because the entire second half of the game last year was it's happening again. It's happening <laughs> the, entire, again. You know, the problem, the problem with last year's game seven was that it looked exactly like 13, 14 against Minnesota. That's true. It was, it was that oh, yeah. to a freaking T to the point where I turned to whoever was in the bar at the time and was like, oh, my God, this is Minnesota yeah, all over again. that conversation of we've seen this movie before. It was like <laughs> three to two, and I was like, son of a bitch. You know <laughs> yep. And then it was. It just cut and paste. <laughs> Break that heart. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's end on a positive note here, as I'm sure you can tell with all the laughing on this podcast. I don't think anyone's too worried about the L. No, I I wrote it in my in my piece. Vegas can go ahead and feel really good about themselves that they can take Colorado when they're playing a second string goaltender and missing a third of their top nine. If you take out, if if you, I I would love to see what full strength Colorado looks like 
against Oscar Dansk and with no Max Pacioretty and no Alex Tuck. (laughs) And what else is an equivalent here? And Zach Whitecloud missing. And I'd pick a third top top nine forward uh, from them. I no, no, Jonathan Marchessault. Sure, yeah. Just pick one. I don't care. <laughs> Great. Now, now you got that. Let's see how full. Let's see. Let's see what they look like. Let's see what full strength Colorado looks like against Vegas. That version of Vegas. Should so, I? So you got Oscar Danskin net, no Pacioretty, no Tuck, and no Marchessault. One, Should two, I? three, go. <laughs> Do this fun. super <laughs> shitty YouTuber thing. And be like, if we get a thousand likes on this video, the Avs are guaranteed to win their next hockey game. I mean, what does it hurt? <laughs> it's like prayer. But for real. Why not? It does help us a lot if you guys do like and subscribe to the video. <laughs> Doesn't have any impact on the Avs' ability to play hockey, but, you know. Did the, did the you don't know that like it a- doesn't. This coming from you, AJ, this is rich. Okay? Just okay, like saying. The superstitious guy, or least superstitious. Least. Least. Yeah. It's true. I'm AJ isn't saying. even a little stitious. Like. Yeah, stitious doesn't live in my neighborhood. Covering, covering guys that are like ultra superstitious about everything. It is, it is really funny when I do talk to those guys in the room and they're like, oh, I've got to do this or I've got to do that and this is this is and it's just like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, I'm like yeah. you do what hey, you gotta you, do, bud. You've gotten you've gotten really far in life acting like this, so I'm not gonna tell you you're wrong. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. <laughs> Yo, ghosts are real, bro. <laughs> yeah, AJ believes in ghosts. And the only the only reason that I'm on that on Team Ghost is because I've worked in too many hotels yeah, with supernatural events. Yo, once this pandemic is over and we're all back hanging out at the DNVR bar, just come in and ask AJ to tell you ghost stories. <laughs> <laughs> AJ, you like horror movies? I do. I'm. I really like horror movies. I watched Amityville Horror this weekend. I don't like that horror movie. The ending. I was like, oh, okay, that's it. All right, let's. We're done here. We're yeah. Done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Soon enough. Hopefully, hopefully, for the playoffs, the Avs can make a deep run just so we can be bopping at the DNVR bar. For um, sure. Other than that, I guess we are out of here. We'll be back tomorrow at 1 p.m. for our usual off-day show, which could be about anything at this point. Uh, I kind of want to hear this ghost story from Colfax. Oh, my God. <laughs> ghost stories tomorrow. I'm going to be hockey-related. Ghost stories. <laughs> that one could be very interesting. Dude, that actually, like, haunted arenas? Ooh, that'd be spooky. All right. Dinner theater arenas like oh tonight. Did yeah. that not look like it's like people are like there for the show while eating? <laughs> <laughs> it's Vegas, baby. Uh all right. Thank you everyone for watching, listening, however you consume the podcast. We really appreciate every single one of you guys showing up. A lot of you here even with the Avs lost tonight. So that was cool. Hope uh we made the night a little bit better for you in some way or another. But We're going to get out of here and we will talk to you all again tomorrow.